Hello, Akashavani Terabithya. So, I was dilly-dallying on uh, today's podcast, actually. I haven't uh, made one last week also. Because there's so much happening, but nothing significant that, you know, that caught my attention so much um, that I needed to, you know, I thought, okay, now let's go for a podcast, yeah? Let's cast, uh, cast the voice. But then it could also be that there's so much already happening in my in my world and has been for some years that this is normal, ordinary living for me. Yeah. So. Um, uh, so it, it did not so much occur. Well, I have been actually talking about several things on the podcast and uh, I see people, um, the number of plays increasing or the number of people who have been uh, um, in some way engaging with these uh, voice casts, but that's about it, yeah? So I don't quite know, um, um, I know there is some interest um, in, in in several quarters um, about different aspects of my work, but I don't, it's not something that I hear uh, from people as much as um, um, would be interesting enough to have a you know to dialogue and then we can uh, there will be many aspects that we can discuss about so that's what i thought i would speak about in today's podcast yeah so um i have uh, made another um voice cast it's called the evening blues yeah uh, and uh, i mentioned uh, several aspects of this uh, evening phenomenon so today I'm again um, voice casting on uh, in the midst of it, yeah, kind of around the same time, uh, 7.15 to, well, yeah, about 7. It's more, more like clockwork, yeah. I can kind of feel, okay, here is the tuning in because I'm like, you know, um, I suddenly feel I'm less than who I am or... Uh, um, 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 or I, I forget some aspects of me and I'm like, you know, it's like uh, um, like you're in a big auditorium and then suddenly some of the uh, experiences have suddenly gotten, you know, like uh, cotton wooled and you're and, and it's like, uh, you know what, I can't really feel all of the aspects of it. I'm kind of like uh, something's down. Yeah, it's like, you know, there's a there's all this program going on and suddenly a few of the things are down. And then it's like, you know, the auditor in the auditorium, it's not everything is not functional functioning. And then it's like, you know, you need to check the voice, you need to check the mic, you need to check if the lighting and you know, it's not well, several aspects. The experience is not the same. It's like that. Yeah, very distinct. So again, this is um, um, this is from Terabithya. Yeah, this is the experience of from my um, my experience of living um, at this time of the day. This has been happening for quite some time. Um, and uh, what I'm speaking about specifically here might be, might be amusing um, for those who are following what I'm speaking here. Uh, one thing that stood out that had that I simply had to voice cast is it's it at some level it seems like people think I'm a goddess or something, yeah. And uh, uh, and what is interesting about this is now this is something that came to my attention even even as I was facilitating uh, therapy um, 
um, a few years back and I noticed that there is these very strange patterns that people seem to be bouncing off of my space. And um, so this is something that I have been le dealing with on and off. And I and I've tended to call this um, tended to call this as um, you know the cookie crusting. You tend to get into an attitude. You know, it's like a, um, probably surgeons and you know medical facilitators uh, relate to this as a god complex. Yeah, but I I tend to call it as a cookie crusting. Yeah, you tend to keep doing something so often that people tend to regard you a certain way. It's like an icon, you're not a celebrity. You're always seen in a particular way and then you think, I am this person. But the fact is, people see you a certain way and hence, you tend to have a persona. If you are not careful, you might tend to think that what people think of you is who you are. Yeah. Now, this could be positively or negatively. For example, somebody might tend to be continuously calling you stupid or idiot and then you tend to think oh yeah I'm stupid and idiot but that's not true it's just that somebody has been calling you or regarding you in this way and hence if you get uh, lost in somebody's opinion of you you tend to think that yeah you're stupid you're or an idiot which is not true similarly a celebrity people regard you a certain way or an icon and if you tend to think that you know what people regard you to be is who you are then you lose out. That's that's another way of what I was what I would call as cookie crusting. Yeah, you've got, gotten crusted, and then if you if you're not careful, it's just a matter of you know somebody says something other than that, and you will crumble. Yeah, like somebody if you think you're a stupid or an idiot, and somebody pays a compliment to you, you you will crumble because you're not used to it because you're a stupid and an idiot person because that's how everybody or somebody very constantly keeps bouncing off of you and you think you're that and if somebody plays, pays you a compliment you will you will crumble yeah similarly if somebody has been regularly regarding you as ooh this great person you know and then uh, you get something other than that and, and you tend to you know if you tend to think that you're that person and then somebody pays you something less than complimentary like that and then you will crumble because uh, you have become this person. Yeah, this is uh, um, this also bounces off of this fake it, fake it till you make it. Yeah, you fake it, fake it. And then and then you lose touch with who you really are. Yeah. So um, so it really doesn't work. This fake it till you make it doesn't work because you tend to get cookie crusted either by your own projection of who you are. And then the fact is something else. You're faking it to be somebody something else. And then when you uh, when the results and how people regard you is other than that, you will crumble. Yeah, that's like another heartbreak waiting to happen or a nervous breakdown waiting to happen. Yeah, because that's not who you are. Um, and if you do not, uh, if you're not managing your person and your persona, yeah, the balance between um, who you really are and the life you live, then it's a matter of when is the cookie crusting. Yeah. That would be like an earthquake and then you should be able to handle that stuff. So if you're not having supp sufficient support system, then, you know, you kind of that becomes pretty uh, interesting. And then um, so uh, I'm speaking even now in the midst of it. If you can, if you notice, my voice is quite dinny, like um, I call it as a little tinny voice, um, sharp. Yeah. And uh, has a certain intensity about it. It would be more like, you know, like that, that kind. But it's not it. I'm I'm speaking from a certain um, 
um, not that intensity, but there's a sharpness to certain aspects of my voice. Of my voice, yeah, um, the pitch in in certain aspects. I call it the nerve, the nerve, the sound of the nerve. My like my body is has. Now this is again alluding to the humane body project, yeah. So our body has several. Um, compositions yeah we have muscles and blood and nerves and skin and fascia and bones and so many things so as a human being we are each having our our own tissue health composition yeah so depending on where is the um where is too much too many things lay, you know layered upon it's like a drum yeah if the drum is well taken care of and you know nicely uh, maintained soft and warm then when it's playing um, it has a nice sound but if it hasn't been taken care of as much and uh, and you're playing it then it has a certain different sound yeah so each of our tissues have its own um, each of our tissues have their own um, density well health yeah so they are like uh, our cells, our, our uh, uh, tissues, our organs, our whole body is like an instrument. It's like a drum. So what bounces off of it and, and then consequently what somebody hears or you know, what's their experience could also be um, um, a reflection of the health of the tissues of a person's body. It's not that they want to be unhealthy. It's just that they may not have been able to take care of different aspects of it. For example, they may not have been able to take care of the bones. And so their bones may have been, you know, like uh, rigid and uh, not so fluid and juicy. Um, or their, or their, or their uh, muscles are so, they've done so much of exercise, so much of lactic acid, that they cannot but have a knee-jerk reaction to the next uh, button somebody triggers yeah and then you will get it yeah Ooh, if they are uh, more uh, physically um, physical you know physically prone they might punch you yeah and then he was like they'll say sorry but it's just that they might it's just they haven't taken care of their muscle tonicity as much so much so that you know they are not a knee-jerk reaction waiting to happen yeah uh, they might just be so full um, or their nerves are so they've been so busy about many things um, that um, um, it's just another uh, reaction waiting to happen yeah or a nervous breakdown waiting to happen for example um, for me right now I'm having a tinny nerve sound yeah um, because this happens quite often. It seems like, you know, people kind of, this is what I was talking about, when people regard me in a certain way, and this is happening since some time, yeah? So I needed to mention this. This is like my normal, ordinary living. And then I, um, so somehow people tend to, I think some people tend to, okay, people, some people tend to regard me as a goddess or something, yeah? And then I have to really do Nirbija Yoga, Yeah. So when I was saying about maintaining the uh, bones being soft and juicy and, you know, muscles that maintaining the tonicity of the different tissues is how I do Nirbhi Yoga. Nirbhi Yoga is about maintaining the health of uh, different tissues so that my uh, body is maintained 
supple and strong yeah um, and uh, this is I'm doing this without moving a muscle so it's a different method of yoga uh, and now I'm more exploring more movement based um, uh, uh, so I'm in kind of incorporating Nirbija yoga in movement based practices so you know one of my difficult one of the difficulties I've been facing is that I couldn't quite um, show record on, an, on on a video to see for somebody to see the yoga happening or you know what is that I'm doing when all I'm doing is just sitting and um, it's a movementless method of yoga so the work is happening inside so how would a video capture it yeah unless I'm doing something or talking about what's happening inside so uh, now I'm also when I'm as I'm exploring the movement based um, 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 repertoire yeah or what's possible from uh, Nirbija Yoga then uh, I'm thinking it may be possible to you know for people to appreciate more on um, how the movement is different from um, while you're in incorporating Nirbija Yoga in the movement based methods so how will it look like um, so uh, that's one interest, interesting aspect that I'm calling as my movements, yeah, meditative intelligence movements. Um, so, okay, coming back to this goddessitude, yeah, cookie cookie crusted. So it's it's like you know you have uh, you you use your hands in some some form of physical labor very regularly. You get a callus, yeah, because that has always been there, and you're constantly being subjected to that. So you form a callus. So after some time, it's like, yeah, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, yeah. So it, it's like, um, um, then I'm kind of paying attention to when is this happening more versus when is this not happening as much, yeah. So um, you kind of, uh, a little bit like the frog in the, um, in a hot water. It's more like how much, how, how long will it stay there before, uh, before it decides, you know, before it gets not, too healthy it becomes um, yeah and then uh, what does a frog do so what I do is I do Nirbija yoga yeah so I kind of have a certain um, measurement a certain threshold to see how much I can take it and then I notice how my health is uh, getting affected by too much of you know people regarding me as God is goddess and you know how long will you tell this is uh, this is this these are certain paradigms of thought which is not quite there in our um, ordinary everyday uh, living or people may not have been able to think along these lines yeah so the goddess is um, um, including our different ideas of spirituality um, our different people's representation of how um, they could represent an aspect of being human which um, could not uh, be uh, discussed in many, in other ways or they didn't know how to not discuss it, but needed to be. So um, our upright human posture has uh, posed several um, challenges. For example, uh, we are uh, standing upright against gravity. So that has our uh, visual and auditory uh, faculties more active. Our cerebrum is more um, um, cerebroplasia. It's more, um, yeah, it's, it's more... Um, bigger than other and uh, animal animal forms, and that gives rise to many kinds of um, opportunities at the same time challenges. 
one of the things is the, what we see as marasis, the sounds, extrasensory perceptions. And then what do we do with that? And how do we manage that? In, in not knowing how to manage that properly, we have formed heaven and hell and many kinds of uh, paradigms of thinking. And then from there arises many other um, systems of thinking. You know, we um, uh, they're called light workers, dark workers, grid, uh, those kinds of thoughts. Yeah. And then there is, uh, and then we have an economy around that. Yeah. Uh, we have the Hatha Yoga, we have different things happening there. Um, in, in keeping it together and keeping the polarities together, we also have Hatha Yoga and many other practices by which, so that we are not losing it. Yeah, we are not just entropy. It's not just uh, uh, inflation, inflation. Yeah, uh, so there is a certain control. So um, inflation, entropy would be different, uh, different words by which uh, we may be experiencing this. Yeah. So um, the cookitude, yeah, the goddessitude or the devilitude um, are all, again, different aspects of the same thing. Yeah, you're getting, you're thinking that, um, you know, this is true, while it may actually be an aspect of several people experiencing the same thing, but don't know how to deal with it. And hence, we think that this is true. This is always there because I think it, somebody else also thinks it, a lot of people thinks it. Yeah, and hence, it must be true. Uh Versus, um, and um, and just to give a perspective, that may be that several people are experiencing a problem. That doesn't mean that that's normal. Yeah? It's just that there's, there's several people are experiencing a problem, but we don't know how to deal with it. And then to address what we are uh, constantly seeing, we have systems developed. Um, and uh, uh, while all of this is happening, there's a human development happening. Yeah, the evolution of the human being, how we think, um, what is our idea of normal, ordinary, healthy, uh, wealthy, wise living. Yeah, and, and then we have the idea of the Sanatana Dharma, what maintains um, the vices of life, what, yeah, all of that. So, um, um, so that's a certain line of thought that's, that needs to be mentioned. So, in the idea of medicine intelligence, which is um, a plant-based um, story of evolution, yeah? So we have the animal, you know, we come from monkeys um, and from the apes. And this medicine intelligence comes from a plant-based evolution of life, yeah? Like, uh, uh, for example, human beings are always standing on, the f on our feet and our idea of groundedness comes with, you know, place your feet on the ground, and then, uh, you know, feel your contact with the earth. And we walk on two, two legs. We don't walk on two, two hands. So there's a certain tree-like attitude. Yeah. Um, so there, there will be some reasons in the paradigm of medicine intelligence. There's a reason why human beings are more feet-based and not hand-based. Yeah, we're not uh, walking on a hand with our legs up. Yeah. So there is a reason why evolution has preferred this versus um, the hand, you know, uh, the other way, um, or any other way, uh, is a, a way of thinking. Um, and then, um, so it's a humane perspective and a plant-based story of evolution. Yeah, um, that life began in some way as a plant. Yeah, rooted. 
and then the animal form came and then uh, the terrestrial form and then humans formed but the story of how life formed has always been there in the model of the human being yeah so somebody has actually said the universe was made in the image of man yeah so um so there would be some reason why somebody has thought that and then there are several theories and some may be contradicting but uh, i always think the contradictions um there are no contradictions in life what there is is a lack of perspective um or um and if there is a contradiction somebody said uh, a friend of mine said examine the premises one of them is bound to be false it helps in many ways and then you discover why the why it is false and then you discover when is it false um and then you discover algebra and geometry and arithmetic yeah cosmic intelligence so um it's a thought line so uh, it's a kind of reverse engineering to see where does uh, life from come from why are we having so many confusions between our different uh, fields of study and um uh, how we associate things how we make sense of things um and why is there confusion and then you kind of uh, reverse engineer and then see um uh, where must where must be the problem arising from and why is it continuing to be so what is missing the presence of which will make a difference in our experience of being human and our experience of being alive so uh, minimalism intelligence forms from these um, several thought lines so um coming back to the goddess attitude here yeah? regarding me as a goddess in some way one of the things that uh, well <laughs> that i simply had to voice cast is um is a coercion yeah it's like uh, given that you know the premises given that you're a goddess yeah um uh, it, it, i don't really uh, know what is the uh, request or the prayer or something yeah but it's more like agree no agree for this no <laughs> it's like rishwat dena okay what that means is uh, it's like a bribe or something you know i i uh, it's like coercing in such a way to have a yes yeah and then uh, uh, and if uh, if it's a yes then something is going to happen for them kind yeah it's it's more like a belief system but it's very funny how it is so if if god really came down you know if there's this this person and uh, uh he would make a battery out of the person yeah you make a battery out of this person of this god person and uh, you will generate power out of it <laughs> because well this is one of the thought that i've had um, as i was um, facilitating therapy and then i was noticing different attitudes and then my own experience of living oh i was thinking you know the sun pelting and uh, so if they have uh, somebody actually i don't know if it's a, a, a joke or something but somebody said you know they actually discovered shiva and all of that Uh, uh, in the course of sun pelting uh, so uh, some bombardment of particles discovering uh, different aspects of you know the fundamental nature of uh, reality and all of this research is i read somewhere uh, and i was thinking uh, i read somewhere that they you know they saw forms of shiva and, um, and different uh, deities i don't know if it's deity but uh, images or something or some idea of it and i was thinking interesting even if it is um true of i fault i don't really know but but i thought it was interesting 
So um, that may also be morasses, that may also be interpretations and, and uh, there are several facets of our um, thinking, of our intellect that hasn't, that needs a certain, certain perspectives from which to um, appreciate and uh, uh, we get so ooh when we, you know, when we, when we see all of this mythological characters, yeah. So, um, so we kind of lose it sometimes, yeah, uh, because we don't know how to deal with that, um, which is why they have been there and they inspire awe, yeah. So in, in, in my work, I call it the Dashavatara. It's, it's normal, ordinary human development for a person to move through the Dashavatara forms or the Dashami forms, because that is, that is the human lot. Moving through these development milestones is what has a... A, a baby move through the stages of development into becoming a human being, an adult human being, mature enough um, in a way that uh, the book of Genesis talks about as um, um, as Adam and Eve, but in a way that you know they're, they're not losing it. They that they would um, partake of the tree of wisdom, yeah, and uh, and not lose the you know, the balance between God and Satan. Yeah, still keeping it together. And then, um, you know, have find their inner child, the cherub, who, um, according to the book of Genesis, has been guarding, has been appointed with the task of guarding the tree of life. So, without losing the balance between a God and uh, Satan, um, being in, in sync with their inner child, which would be the cherub, um, coming to the tree of life and then being the elder enough to um, facilitate uh, the forest of life, you know, so everybody's growing up. So it's, it, there is a lot of symbolic representation in, our, in our, uh, sacred textbooks, which may not have been interpreted the way they need to be, because of which there's a lot of confusions. Yeah. So um, medicine intelligence, I have been putting up on my website, the 10 forms, according to the Hindu way of thinking. Well, I can also put in terms of the Western and the Eastern, um, but there is just one person um, but, and, and, and several saints. Yeah. So maybe the, uh, the Indian version or the, well, maybe we have different gods and goddesses while the Eastern and Western may be having many saints and teachers, you know, that way. Um, so there may be, there's a lot of similarities. But um, and differences, and there are, there's a um, there's a reason why that is so, um, and how the story of life thus far, ever since um, mankind or life form started, has been in different levels, different stages of evolution into being human. We have a human body, and then we have the challenges in being human. Yeah. So there have been several evolutionary moments in. Uh, growing up the human being into what we have the potential to be. Yeah, uh, there are several textbooks uh, talking about several studies. It's like you know, um, somebody um, does some research work. Yeah, finds something and then presents a paper that becomes a PhD. Yeah, um, a thesis. Similar. Now, imagine that you know, ancient people when they didn't have this PhD system. So what they did is they wrote textbooks. Yeah, and we regard uh, several of them as sacred texts. They may be that may be their theses. Yeah, uh, so d different people have written different theses. 
So we have the Guru Granth Sahib, we have the Upanishad, we have the Bhagavad Gita, we have uh, the Bible, we have the Quran. So these may be collection of several people's theses, wisdoms across several times, um, or they, they may be just one person's work. Um, for example, we have the I Ching, but I Ching also has um, written uh, written by one person, and then there are several interpretations of it. So, uh, so there are different textbooks, and then it's about how we are reading them, and how we are interpreting them, and how we are connecting the dots between them, and making sense of what's happening. Yeah, and then it's not just over over. It's not like you know, ah, enlightenment done. No, but it's actually the thing is, evolution is happening all the time. Um, and the evolution into being human and what does that mean and what that I mean so much of work into evolving life it's not just about you know to create human beings yeah but that's part of it too but it's about you know it's like a grand company yeah if you're going to invest so much of say money and resources and all of that and you're creating something so awesome as life yeah you would want it to be profitable, yes. Um, and what does profitable mean is there is so much that's gone into creating life, maintaining life. You would want that to continue. Yeah? You would want that to be better and nice. So uh, say you have, you have developed, say, a robot. Yeah. Or you've developed a program. Or you've developed a, a, a chair. Yeah. And you want the chair to last as long as um, it's taken to make that, you know, what all is gone to making a chair. Yeah, designing it, conceptualizing it, you know, that you, oh, the different materials and form the chair. Now, the chair needs, if, if it can support all that has gone into making the chair, yeah, and also what else, what else is possible from the chair being in existence. Now, that's a profitable product, yeah? Because there's a lot of things gone into making that chair, yeah? Otherwise, it's like, you know, made today, gone tomorrow. I mean, like, I mean, I mean that's like really tragic, yeah? So, maintaining being human, a lot of things have gone into making this human body, yeah? Millions of years of evolution. So, what's going to have us be sustainable, we are not destroying each other yeah we are actually supporting each other and having uh, continuing to be alive yeah nonviolence works so um, one of the difficulties we've been having is these morasses illusions yeah those kinds of things coming from different kinds of different kinds of inflammation the inflammation gives rise to um, there are these extrasensory perceptions like we have five senses yeah I tend to call it as six senses. Um, seeing, hearing, feeling, smelling, tasting, knowing. Yeah, we tend to know things some way, gnosis. Um, and what I know, like as a first standout uh, child, versus what I know as a PhD student would be different. Yeah, but if um, I can presume to know everything while in my first standard, of course I know first standard. I mean, I know everything. I was born like this. What are you talking about? Until somebody says, do you know about space? Yeah. Do you know about NASA? Or do you know about uh, cooking food? Then you know some things that you don't know. Yeah. So knowing is also a certain sense. Yeah. Um, I tend to call that as, as 
with six cents. But it's not like, ooh, ah, six cents. But like, you know, first sense, second sense, third sense, fourth sense, six cents. Six senses. And then each of these senses have their uh, subtle, apparently. Well, when you call it extrasensory, but it's not extrasensory. You have these obvious things. You can count seeing. And then there is insight. Yeah, more like the mind's inner eye. Or you can hear, hear sound. Somebody's making a sound, I can hear it. And then there is, I can hear, um, maybe you're calling it as clair, clair audience. Um, you're hearing things which may not immediately be present, but you can um, hear. And there will be many reasons why that is. One is, there would be two aspects to our senses. One is out, um, external based, another would be internal based. For example, I can hear me swallowing my saliva. That's internal, yeah? Um, similarly, there is uh, several aspects. The movie Lucy, yeah, uh, talks about sev uh, several conditions that she moves through. And then she says, I can hear my bones grow, yeah? Uh, I can hear my bones move. And uh, so, um, yeah, I think she was saying grow, yeah. Uh, so there is um, interoception and there is extraoception, sort of. So our senses have internal, external facilities, and uh, and then it's about and then we have the ideas we form out of what we can see and what we hear, how we interpret it, how we put things together. So I can build a house from looking at a bird building its house, yeah, and then I would kind of. Uh, imagine it, conceptualize how would my house look like from how from taking several ideas from how a bird builds, from how an animal uh, you know finds shelter. I put two and two together or I, I see how a tree um, uh, you know grows from the shelter of a bigger tree. So I take ideas one from here and there and then build a house. So that's one thing that you that we can do yeah from what the senses available and then and then we also have formed these ideas of gods and goddesses so there are um, these are all different constructs that we have and then it's about what we how we are we um, doing better with these constructs or are we kind of becoming uh, devolved into warring um, people you know so are they helping us become better or are they not allowing us to take care of each other. So then there is, that's where these religious clashes and those kinds of things come. So while this somebody was regarding uh, me as a goddess or something, and then there was this coercion and uh, having me agree, you know. <laughs> so it's, um, I do Nirbijaga. So um, what that means is, are different constructs could be coming from several kinds of inflammation. From not understanding which one is inflammation and which one is uh, just simply perception of how things is. I can feel a chair. Yeah. I can taste food. That is that is true. I haven't imagined that to be so. And then there are things that I imagined and constructed. For example, I can imagine that somebody loves me. Yeah. That could now unless you kind of um, 
check for facts and details and all of that stuff and actually be sure that that's true you could be in your own little cloud that somebody loves me yeah you could all be singing and um all kinds of lovey dovey things and uh, until your cloud bursts yeah so uh, so how much is reality and how much is fantasy yeah um if you don't have the discernment yeah so you should know which one is inflammation fantasy and all of that stuff leads from there and which one is actual fact and truth so um i have been at the receiving end of this in some time so it becomes like a study yeah so uh so then so then i notice when somebody is regarding me as a goddess or my you know my senses are kind of flummoxed and i'm feeling like cotton wool then i know okay something is happening then i should check are they regarding me as a devil or are they regarding me as a goddess yeah it could be one of the two or it could be some other form they regarding me as a teacher or uh, oh you should you should, well that is why this podcast is interesting because you will hear news from teravithya yeah this is the uh, how the antaryamin what that means is antaryami or the person who lives within and then have kind of got their things kind of a little bit more sorted out because i've been well this is how my life has been since some time so i've had to study it yeah <laughs> when you're it's like the particle that you know sun has been bombarding particles and if the particle is like okay i'm getting it i'm getting it getting it yeah patak 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 and then it's like okay now i'm going to study this yeah because i'm not getting pelted anymore okay yeah, i mean this particle pelting is happening yeah so now it's kind of like <sighs> i got a lot of material to study yeah i can study violence yeah so it's like that so i'm stu- i'm studying violence then i'm saying yeah this is not working you know somebody's got to come to their senses so it's like the particle saying somebody's got to come to the senses so the particle as might well be the one who's coming to the senses and then uh, these are just not getting it so instead to deviolate to non-violate the violence yeah and then you would have a different interpretation of your stories and then your your saying ooh particle pelting yeah we are seeing something yeah but it may just be that you know actually the fabric of time and space is healing and then you don't know that the tide has changed and you are still interpreting the uh, data from the same point of view <laughs> okay so it would be interesting yeah I mean, a lot of the things that i'm so so while somebody is regarding me as a goddess and i'm doing nirbij yoga yeah um so we will be like they are busy trying to coerce and then you know get a yes and then have it be all nice and conducive to how they would like to hear it and i am doing it be jiga here i'm de de cookie crusting what that means is i am not being you know into that attitude of oh yeah i'm like you know goddess or you know how should i be when somebody is talking to or how is my uh, experience when somebody is regarding me like that um to uh shaking it off to that is not true you know that is something that somebody is regarding me as that so uh i think their understanding their interpretation maybe like you know god doesn't like me <laughs> or some such thing uh so how the story changes how your interpretation changes how your the story of yourself and what is you know you're like really wanting something 
and then you are busy instead of doing the right thing you're all coercive manipulative <laughs> and then you're getting some other understanding of things uh because i know that a lot of people are doing this frequency listening and you know um um oh, what's it uh, i don't know if this is part of the astral travel and projections bit but definitely people are listening and i don't know if there's some method by which you're actually talking to these frequencies and then you know getting your needs met kind oh oh yeah they call it as manifestation of course they call it as manifestation yeah so i don't know if this is all part of those kinds of how to hack reality oh yeah yeah hacking reality so whew. the fabric of time and space has been healing since some time people so how you interpret what you're uh, getting would be who ah uh, you need to learn to do the right things yeah non violence not reality hacking hacking yeah or the fake it till you make it all of that is outdated these are all different forms of legalized or illegalized violence but outdated technology not working yeah different forms of violence So it's more like heads heads up those who are following this podcast will get the news yeah this is industry first and all of that because uh, it's more like um yeah waking up and now let's waking up human beings so that you know people we have been in a lot of kind of different kinds of inflammation and then forming very interesting contrast constructs which has not been working so much well for us because given by the list of diseases and people standing guns in the borders and the reasons for why that is is uh, one or more of these including but not limited to our constructs and how to live life including but not limited to hacking reality yeah fake it till you make it and um different kinds of this yeah um i hope you have some more thoughts maybe you should talk to me yeah i'm talking about some things which may not have been heard but i'm talking about zero technology true love and um um healing the fabric of time and space normal ordinary living humane beings and uh, healthy wealthy wise living according to several textbooks are actually talking about sacred textbooks that talk about it I'm not goddess goddess. I'm a human being who have read these different textbooks, some read these different textbooks and then connected the dot between them. I'm saying, you know what? People we are not putting our lego pieces together the way they actually are. We ha- we just have very interesting uh, perspectives. It's like we are wearing uh, yellow glass glasses and then putting together green uh, stuff. Yeah, so if you don't see yellow stuff you're seeing something but the actual thing is something else wearing tinted glasses you're not really seeing things for how they are you maybe put a lot of us have put our lego pieces quite ignorantly yeah kind of not quite the way it is because of our because of how our senses are affected by different kinds of inflammation and history of inflammation yeah even kind of because of wars and different kinds of things um So I'm in um different stages of um uh, healing the fabric of time and space what that means is um shuddhikaran of earth water fire air spirit space okay i'm going into more details okay um so because earth water fire air spirit space is from where everything else forms a human being forms a different life forms form yeah including our technology zero one um how we make things and 
uh, what we deem as important and then what we work on, our priority list and different kinds of things also depends on how is our earth, water, fire, spirit space, which makes the human body, who makes these softwares, who makes these different programs and uh, different products. Yeah, these are all human concerns, part of our human ecology, um, econ economy. So um, let's discuss. Yeah, I'm talking some sane things. But well, I continue to do my stuff. It's more like I'm like Wally. Yeah, just going about my daily activities, sorting things out and um, checking for uh, how's life doing. So I found medicine intelligence. I found the tree. I found the I found life and then uh, I found medicine intelligence out of whoa I found life yeah so um, if you watch the movie Wally yeah so Eve um, uh, kind of a little bit but I I wasn't even intending that way but it's pretty interesting how somebody had an idea of Eve and uh, which happens to look like uh, my logo, Mighty Baby, kind of. Well, there are so many facets to Mighty Baby, um, my logo, um, which is not quite as there um, in Eve. But it's pretty interesting how futuristically somebody um, made that movie with that um, bot. Oh, it's a bot. Yeah. And uh, so, well, that's another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Life is calling. Where are you? So, let's have a little talk talk. Yeah, we've got uh, a lot of work to do. Me going back to my Wally stuff. Yeah, making my courses and then all that stuff on medicine intelligence. And when you're ready, sign up. There are some courses which is ready for sign up, early word. But the thing is, when you're kind of beginning on uh, uh, a course, then we'll have some discussions. Then you will become better while I'm making the course. So, you'll have. So it's it's good, nice, rich stuff that is getting made. So meanwhile, I'll continue to do make the courses according to how I put things together, my own interpretation. So it may be sounding a little Greek and Latin. I don't know, but I'm trying to speak English or in a, at least in a language which a lot of people can understand because in English seems to be more a prevalent language than say if I'm speaking Malayalam. If I'm going to make courses in Malayalam. It's more like how many people will understand it. No, I'm making it in English. And then our English has so many dialects and understanding and interpretation. But we have English as one common language, which more a lot of people are speaking. So that's a course. That's a language I'm making the courses in. So I'm just continuing to do my work. Thank you for listening. Yeah. I hope this has been of value to you, or at least entertaining. Stay tuned. Wally speaks. Yeah. Love you all so much.